Hi, welcome to The Root Cellar, where we talk about homesteading in a modern world and the pioneer spirit. And the pioneer spirit. I'm Andrea Nelson, and this is my co-host, Jolene, and uh, welcome. Hello. So this last week, um, there's always something going on on the farm. Mm-hmm. The weather's kind of shifted. We had such a beautiful, sunny, warm weekend for Mother's Day, and then all of a sudden, it kind of got cool and stormy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and those are the baby birds in the back. I know, they're getting still. aggressive. Yeah, they are. I'm like, <laughs> move out already. They're like Goodness teenagers sake. or something, <laughs> so maybe this is close. Like, Please. <laughs> next week they'll be gone. Um, yeah. But a lot, of, a lot of excitement at school, too, with work. Um, as we wind down the school year, trying to get my classroom cleaned up. We did eighth grade celebration, which was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Realized... Um, as I age, I definitely can't stay up as late as I used to, for goodness sakes. Yeah. I went to bed at 11 after a middle school dance, and the next day I felt like I'd been out all night, and I was 21 again, and that's not how that went. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh. Um, so one cool thing is Justin went to Portland this last week and picked up two live nukes of bees. So we haven't had bees on the property for a couple of years for a couple of reasons. One being uh, the last bees that we had, we had a horrible winter two years ago, mm-hmm. which most people in Oregon can adore around the country can yeah, attest to. It was bad. just a bad winter, and they didn't make it through the winter. And then last year, we were going to get bees, but we kind of decided to wait, and partially that's because Charlie was four. Mm-hmm. And not leave things alone. No, and was into everything. And we thought, yeah, let's wait a year. Yeah, for safety. Yeah, just for safety's sake. And so um, we got the bees and we got them installed all the way yesterday. And that's like a lot of fun. They're really healthy seeming. And I'm hoping that maybe uh, if we don't get any honey, because often you leave their honey in the first year so that they can eat through the winter. So they can get established. Yeah. But so if we can't harvest any honey this fall... It will be next year if mm-hmm. they make it through the winter. That's the big. Bees are hard. Bees are hard, I think. Yeah. They're, I don't know. I, I haven't even gotten into it, into it with anything. I was actually just in Pendleton last week um, for a training, and it got out kind of early. So I went into the feed store or whatever, yeah. the, the farm store, and uh, I was looking at chicks. Oh. I almost bought them. You should have got yourself some chicken. But I don't, I'm not set up for it. I don't know anything about them. And I'm like, I would feel so bad if I just killed them immediately. (laughs) Plus, plus I have bird dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. The dog. Yeah. (laughs) The dog part. That's hard. Yeah. 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 So I just, and actually I think that Clementine, my Springer Spaniel, I think that she would actually like having that. She's not much of a bird dog. Yeah. But she... Um, she always loves kittens. Mm. Whenever there's kittens, she's just all in it. She'll just like lay and stick her nose into the whole nest of kittens. Yeah. And so maybe she would. I don't know. I don't know. Birds, birds are, different. are different. I mean, yeah, that's all instinctual. But I, I, you know, I've always been pushing at chickens. chickens. I've got four turkeys that we've moved out of the old smokehouse into the garage. Um, we have a friend who's coming to tear down the smokehouse today. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! For the wood, which is nice. So we're really doing a lot of spring cleanup. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been saying that for the last six weeks, <laughs> but it's true. Uh, this last weekend, we had some really good helpers come over and work on cleaning things up or rebuilding part of our mm-hmm. fence. Um, we had a friend come last week who built more fencing in the back area, and so he has his cattle in the back right now. Mm-hmm. 
we're looking at getting a bottle calf actually. Ooh. So our animals are like amping up. Yeah, more and more. And as your kids get older too, my kids are still so little. Yeah. And we thought about a pig this year or a couple pigs this year too. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. Well, pigs are easy though. I mean, honestly, yeah. like out of all the animals, the pigs are pretty dang easy. Mm-hmm. Feed them water, butcher, easy. And especially if you get yeah. butcher pigs, you're not keeping them forever. Right. Right. But I will say that Justin, I really like the coon coon that we've had. Um, he's super friendly. Mm-hmm. He's low maintenance. He does not tear up the pasture like mm-hmm. regular butcher pigs would, but they take longer. I mean, we've yeah. had him for a year in July. Yeah. And so we'll butcher him in June. But, um, like when you got here, I had been out there like petting yeah. him and everything else. So he's yeah, really social. Friendly. Yeah. He's very social, which makes mm-hmm. it a little bit harder than when you get a butcher. But yeah. Yeah. I just don't think we're quite ready for it yet. I don't. I think I'll know. When the ten yeah. comes for livestock, we'll know. Mm-hmm. Well, chi- chickens aren't like yeah, just backyard low, chickens. Yeah, backyard chickens. A couple backyard chickens you yeah. could do. Those are pretty low key. Yeah, we've got quite a little nursery going in our back room right now because we haven't planted the stuff yet. But I feel like it's getting to where because we we planted them in those little pods, mm-hmm. those little, and then that was not they're getting all root locked and everything. So then we transplanted them into actually paper bowls, yeah, of all things, and oh, now right now. Things are just kind of not seeming to grow. They're green and healthy, yeah, but they're not growing. And it's like I think they just they're they don't have enough depth. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna need just they to need be transplanted. Transplanted, and we just haven't had time. And um, I mean, whenever there's an opportunity, Caleb works on the weekend, and there's been like three weekends that he's worked, and it's just like too much to do. There's um, a tractor in the background as well today. See, this is so like, real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're really giving the whole experience with the birds. Humming sound, that's that's the neighbor mowing mm-hmm. with the tractor. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about your little nursery? I have not seen all your plants yet. Yeah, it's a Are a you going to have more plants than garden? or? Yeah, we're probably going to have too much. So, so you're going so to... So we'll see. It. We'll give them to people, I guess, and then we'll do with it. I can purchase or get some <laughs> Yeah, you might you. need extra. You might need some of it. So the other um, thing this last week um, was the... At our high school, we do our big volunteer cleanup day. Uh-huh. And so we got to go and help clean up around our local town, which was a lot of fun. And the um, older woman whose house we were weeding in, oh. the, the kids that I had in charge of, um, needed her garden rototilled. So Justin and I went over and rototilled yesterday for mm-hmm. her. And while we were there, she was really nice and gave us a ton of rhubarb, which we have oh. rhubarb too, but I wanted more because I was thinking of your jams and jellies yeah. class coming up mm-hmm. if we want to do the strawberry. So I got like three freezers of one gallon bags full of rhubarb down in the freezer. Yeah. So that was awesome. And you know who did that whole thing? Hmm. Charlie. He picked rhubarb yesterday. He, wow. he cut the tops off while we were there. Wow. He got, came home, he washed them. He cut all of it up. Two giant big bowls of you rhubarb. a great little slave. Yeah. <laughs> well, he loves, and he really likes doing that outdoorsy stuff. Kind yeah. Of, and he um, wields a knife and hmm. does it, cut it up in little slices. I said, watch your fingers, be careful. But Yeah, I should start working on Gabriel with that stuff. Gabriel likes to help me cook, but um, so far I've just kind of let him measure things and pour yeah. things in. And I haven't really, we haven't really gotten to knives yet, but he's so spastic sometimes Yeah, that it concerns me because he will, like, he'll get excited about something and he'll just, like, do this crazy jumping move and he can't help it. 
Yeah. So that that, yeah. that makes me a little nervous. But if I guided his hand, I suppose, with a knife. Well, I think it depends on the kid. Like, mm-hmm. even now, I don't know if I'd want Lita to cut up a whole thing of rhubarb. Well, she would be okay now. <laughs> but she is definitely not as, um, especially at five, dexterous yeah. as Charlie. Like, he's just very, like, he can uh-huh. do very small like little detail. Manual. Manual dexterity. Yeah. Um, He's really, really good at it. Uh-huh. And even last summer, he was starting to cut stuff up, and he's very careful with the knives and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But I think it made the woman nervous yesterday when we were um, pulling the rhubarb, and he was cutting the tops off with a big old knife, mm-hmm. just holding it in one hand huh. and slicing it in the other. Chink, 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 yeah. chink, you know. Uh, she was like, oh, be careful. Yeah, that I guess that is a big difference between those two. They're, they're very different boys. Yeah. Um, but... Gabriel's good with the gross motor skills, mm-hmm. and that's what like his preschool teachers always said and everything. He really struggles with like writing his name. Yeah, he just it just drives him insane. He can't do it, and he says things like, "I'm not good at art," Aww. because but he's like not that worried about it because yeah. he's like, "I'm good at sports." Yeah, which like um, last week they had kindergarten roundup at my school, and since it's K twelve, I just took him with me. Yeah. Um, and then he was with me in the afternoon. He was kind of doing his little scavenger hunt and stuff in the morning and meeting the kids. There's only five kids in his class, all boys. <laughs> oh, so my far. Goodness. Yeah. Which it's, I, it's going to be a good class. Really good parents. Yeah. Um, great kids. Um, but then, so he was with me in the afternoon and during the last period of the day, I have like dance class, but we just decided to go outside with Gabriel and I have like plastic ball and bat in my room. Yeah. And they were just, they were pitching to him and, He's got, like, a, I don't know how you score batting averages, but, I mean, he was hitting that ball 90% of the time. That's awesome. Being pitched to him. Wow, that's pretty And good. they were, like, the kids, the, the other, the high school kids were, like, how is he doing this? And I was, like, he's just good at it. That's just, yeah. sports are his thing. That's what he likes. Yeah. But, so he has the gross, but not the fine motor skills. Yeah. Which is, it's okay. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know about Charlie at sports. He's not yeah. Lita told me that she doesn't want to be tracking more than how she fell and scraped her from the uh, Yeah. It was a yeah. pretty gnarly scrape, yeah, but we'll like see. She says that every single year. Yeah. I'm never doing track again. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Next spring. When's track sign ups? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean track is nice, at least at the elementary school level, because it's mm-hmm. like a month. Mm-hmm. So it's just really low key. It's not, yeah. We'll see if she's interested when she gets older. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so that's kind of what's been going on. Yeah. Around here, just busy. Yeah. And then down. And then uh, I got a new couch. Yeah. That's another big news. It's not new, actually, at all. It's an older couch. Well, it's not old. It's here's what happened. My grandpa passed away in September, and they were just cleaning out his house. And my husband went down there couple weeks ago to help them do the final stuff. Yeah. And then um, he, he had a really nice couch. It's like a leather sectional. It's like buckskin color. Um, and, and it had been like a prized possession, this couch. Yeah. Um, like a heavy-duty, well-built one. Yeah, you sent me the pictures. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, so when my husband was there helping, it was like, he was like, I... I want this couch. Can I have this couch? And my aunt was like, yeah, you can have it, but he couldn't take it back because he already had a full load in his pickup and everything. So then she got a hold of us like a week ago and was like, um, 
So we listed the house on the market, yeah. and we got 12 offers Oh, already. my goodness, really? Well, it's in Portland. Yeah. In Portland. And um, we got 12 offers, and we have to get the rest of the stuff out of the garage. Yeah. And so my dad actually borrowed a trailer from his friend and brought it to us. And my dad, my dad's a commercial fisherman um, in Alaska, and he's leaving on Wednesday. And so I think he also just wanted to come see the kids one yeah. more time before he left. So he was like, oh, I'll just bring it to you. And so he came down and stayed the night um, this weekend. I, hope, I can hear those birds, too. They're screaming. I know. Let's see. Let's see if you hit on the wall enough. Look, cut them up. Oh, for one second. But I'm not, they'll just be just as horrible to keep hitting on the wall. <laughs> they stop for one second. It's like when you yell at your kids, be quiet, go to bed. Um, so he brought us the couch, and I was kind of dubious about it because, um, as you may be expected, an 88 year old man's house is not very clean. Um, and so, and I'd been in the house and I knew how it was, but I never really paid much attention yeah. to the couch. Anyway, so my dad brought it, and then I spent more than two hours cleaning it the other yeah. day because um, it is such a light color I first hit it with Murphy's oil soap um, just lightly with like a damp cloth kind of scrubbing um, it definitely had some some staining like where your feet would be touching because it has like recliners on the ends and um, but the thing is it's a very nice expensive couch yeah and I I don't want to waste it yeah. You don't want to take it to the dump. It's something that mattered to him. And so now I spent all the time. So so the Murphy's oil soap and then the saddle soap I washed it with. I made a huge difference in where the staining was. Um, it just has kind of a spot where he used to sit all the yeah. time that is kind of caved in a little bit. Like it needs to be restuffed. But um, but then it's just kind of got me thinking about like when someone gives something to you, how it like has more value. Yeah. You know? Especially if it's something that was important to them and how, like, I will take very good care of that couch. I've always been with my kids. Like, like I don't care if they eat on the couch. I've had, you know, fake leather couches. Leather. Leather, you yeah. know, vinyl, whatever. And, okay, yeah, here it's your cereal. Oh, you spilled it? Oh, wipe it up. But I've already been just in, like, the last two days. I'm like, eat at the table. Don't, don't, don't bring that over here. Yeah. Get that burrito away from here. <laughs> you know? Um... And so I'm like thinking like, cause it, it just means something more than. Yeah. I for sure. I get that. Yeah. Um, you know, like we're sitting in a little guest cabin on Justin's family's property and we live in his family's, uh, homestead house. And so like you mentioned earlier, honestly, even though we feel like we own it, we don't feel like we own it because we feel more like we're stewards of it. I mean, it's yeah. his family's place. And so we feel like we, need to keep it up to a certain degree um and always make improvements and yeah. you know we're we're we've been working for years on kind of trying to take it back to something more of its original like its integrity mm -hmm. yeah yeah like what was it original intended purpose yeah so um for sure i think especially with family stuff yeah and those are the things that are hard to get rid of i think so that when people do pass on their items it's hard mm -hmm. to get rid of something from family yeah i have those things too and i already have a hard time getting rid of things i have certain things like um like a set of china that i don't like yeah. i have that and i don't quite know what to do with it my mom said i can get rid of it if i want to but i don't think i want to get rid of it i'm never going to use it that's hard i know but then what do you 
What do you do? I don't know. China is a thing of the past. I feel like. Do you eat off China? What do you mean by China? China, like your fine dishes for the holidays. Yeah. I don't. Well, like I trade around dishes, you know, I have a lot of different oh, dishes. Oh, yeah, sets. I guess you do. <laughs> and maybe that, yeah, I guess you do it differently than I do. But like in my family, there was always, you had your, your daily dishes, yeah. whatever, like stoneware. My yeah. mom's was always stoneware, like heavier duty yeah. stuff. And then you had the nice stuff with like the gold around the mm-hmm. edge or, and like the floral patterns that's more delicate. Yeah. And that just came out on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So Justin's grandma had a whole dish set. We did not end up in getting that his aunt ended up taking that which was absolutely fine mm-hmm. um and so i had i used to collect fiesta wear vintage oh, yeah, yeah. and so that was kind of our first as a married couple dish set in which is stoneware heavy duty yeah. you know um and then my mom and i started collecting this like more well, like an in-between every day in between fine china yeah this white set with with kind of um I don't know, it doesn't have any gold on it, but it's just kind of like this simple yet kind of elegant white, Mm -hmm. plain white set. And so that used to be like the china that I'd use for holidays. Yeah. And then it got to the point of like, you know, why not just use it? Yeah. And so I used that for a really long time. And then I've kind of gone back to using a heavier stoneware, um, kind of a gray washed color one Mm -hmm. that I really like from Crate and Barrel. And so that's what I've been using the last... I don't know, it's been like three years, I think, since I've gotten that set. Um, but no, I'm not big into like this is only for yeah certain occasions. Well, I have my plates, which interestingly, lately we've only been using the salad plates because the dinner plates are gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> but I bought from Costco, I mean, my like two years ago, I wanted dishes that were white. Yeah. Because what I had before was like this green swirly stuff yeah. that was... It was in when I bought it, like, ten years ago, and then yeah. it was, like, getting to be, like, oh, that's really dated. <laughs> and um, then it wasn't. <laughs> and then it wasn't. So I got this white, like, pure yeah. white stuff with the little, it's, like, called pearls around the edge. So it just has a texture mm-hmm. around the edge. Um, and I like that because then I feel like it'll last me longer. Yeah. Um, and then I was serious about having heavy um, heavy forks and knives. Like, yeah. I wanted I wanted some weight to the, the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got that, and then my husband, keeping it real, when we have people over, he goes out and buys paper plates. <laughs> <laughs> when we host a holiday, he's like, I don't want to do more dishes. And I'm like, wait, you do dishes? <laughs> this is a thing? But yeah, he's like, why do we need to get every single plate dirty? Yeah. And he goes and buys paper plates every time. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess well, yeah. you got a point here. But some things, like, it's kind of hard to eat brisket off of a paper yeah. plate, you know, but... Well, we do. The only special dishes that we have, which were not handed down in any way, um, we started collecting the Christmas spode. Oh. Which, obviously, you can only use. Yeah. At Christmas. At Christmas only. But, um, I don't know, Justin and I both, well, Justin, I should say, primarily is a Christmas fanatic. Uh Uh-huh. So am I. Yeah. And so, Mm -hmm. like, our house gets decked out mm-hmm. generally for Christmas. Everything's Christmas themed mm-hmm. now down to the dishes. It's <laughs> 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 like Christmas with the cranks. Not quite that bad. It's but... not like Thanksgiving dishes too because that's really limited. You have like three days <laughs> for Thanksgiving dishes. That's true. I think I've got a turkey platter. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, but not actual plates. That's true. Yeah. But um, 
the white dishes I collected with my mom, I really like those, and I've and I've continued to use those and keep those, and those are special because those yeah. are ones that her and I collect together. Um, and then I collect state plates too, which is oh, really old fashioned dorky. My mom has those on the wall, but I don't keep mine on my wall. I actually oh. use them at different oh. times for as dessert plates or salad yeah. plates, and most of the collection is going into the airstream. Uh huh. And I also have the old Centennial and the old Boy Scout mugs from the 1960s, 70s mm -hmm. that are kind of cool. And so those, um, speaking of which, we're planning on using the Airstream finally this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Woohoo! Mm -hmm. 2019, the Airstream's finally, <laughs> finally after coming five out of years, <laughs> we're going to finally use it. Um, finally got it to the point where we got a nice generator that's quiet and we can take up to the lake. And so... Yeah. All of these things I've literally been collecting for five years <laughs> since Charlie was an infant is when we got the yeah. Airstream. Yeah, I remember. Uh, we will finally get to use. So that's wow. kind of fun. Cool. Which is something else like you were mentioning, having things given to you and having more value. But I also think, at least for me, this is completely a personal thing, things that are old yeah, or have a history. A history I have a harder time getting rid of. I do too. So the Airstream, mm -hmm. for instance, 1964 Overlander, got it. It was in an awful condition. They've we've worked, worked, worked on it. Um, and I really like it. We've never used it in five years. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start using it. However, they're worth money, all mm -hmm. fixed up. And I'm like, that back and forth on, do I keep it? I know. Or do I sell it? Like, think of the thing. Like, I could get my kitchen. I really would love to remodel the kitchen and make I it know. double the size. If I could. Yeah, your kitchen is so tiny. Probably people don't know that. No, it's... So everything that I do, farm-to-table dinners, these classes, everything, so much of it evolves around the kitchen, and the kitchen is... Oh, my gosh. It's like a one-person kitchen. Oh, completely. You... you there's n Yeah, it's so small. No, if you know your way around the kitchen, you can get two people in there if they know what... It's like, like a dance. Around. Yeah, it's like a dance, because <laughs> one person knows. Justin and I, that's probably our biggest, like, area of frustration with each other is the kitchen because mm -hmm. I swear he's standing in the kitchen he takes the whole kitchen up my husband is not a small person and <laughs> I'm trying to get around him to like throw things away or get in the fridge mm -hmm. are you freaking kidding me like uh, that's just okay. move out of my way but that's the same even in my kitchen which is pretty good size yeah, you have the island kitchen. and everything yeah. and double ovens and all that stuff but Caleb does the same thing every time like what why are you standing in front of the sink? And then he moves yeah. over and like, now you're in front of the dishwasher. Get now you're in front of the stove. Of the what are you kitchen. doing here? <laughs> Go to your space, which is the shop, according to my children. It's mommy's <laughs> house and daddy's shop. Like, get out. I will tell you when the food is ready. I need a dinner bell. Ding, 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 ding. I'm in now. You're welcome in the house. Take your boots off. <laughs> well, the problem is Justin, like, always wants to do the dishes and everything before we do anything else. Oh, yeah. So wake up Sunday morning. All I want is coffee. All I want is coffee. I'm not asking for you to make a breakfast. I just want coffee. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do the dishes first. No. No, you're not. I don't want the dishes. To, I just want you to make coffee. I'll do the dishes. I don't care about you doing the dishes. I'll do it. Just make me the coffee. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'll make the kit. Just, we can have cold cereal. It's fine. Yeah. We don't need it. <laughs> They're fine. Let them eat cold cereal. <laughs> That's what they want anyway. Exactly. Like he'll, He used to spend all his time making like... Bacon and sausage and pancakes, which, I mean, to our listeners, it sounds quite pleasant, right? Your husband oh, yeah. in the kitchen making this wonderful breakfast that nobody eats <laughs> is the problem at my house. 
Like, I'll eat a few pieces of sausage, maybe half of a pancake, and I'm done. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even eat it. Mm -hmm. And the kids are like, man, we're not really that hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just stop. You're wasting your time and... And The resources. Yeah, like, just just stop. So, anyway, enough with that rant. But, (laughs) um, old things, taking care of old things or things given to you, for sure. Yeah. The is going to be hard to get rid of. If I choose to get rid of it, even though I know if I sell it, then I can do other things. Yeah. Um, antique stuff that I collect. I have such a hard time. I have that stupid sofa that I tore all the upholstery off of. The cats keep trying to get at it, like dig at it uh-huh. and tear the padding off, making a mess. Um, it needs repaired. Part of an arm is like broken, yeah. but I love it. And it didn't hardly, co- it didn't cost me anything really. It was like 20 bucks. I really want to get it redone, and I'm hopefully I hopefully I still will. But at the same time, I'm like, why can't I just dump it? Like for goodness sakes, mm-hmm. it's not worth anything mm-hmm. at this point. It's falling apart. Mm-hmm. It's taking up space. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just get rid of it? I don't know. Why don't you ask my husband about his his dead pickups? <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, because they he sees value in these things. That so he has this, you know, the green pickup. Yeah. Which, the green pickup, when we got married, broke down, and you guys had to come pick us up. The green pickup is a 1997 Chevy Centurion, which just means a Silverado. (laughs) It just was a special one that they, I don't think there's anything special about it, except for the fact that it says Centurion on the side instead of Silverado. Um, Because they only made seven or something, I don't know. It was like, because, I don't, something about. I'm sure they made more than seven. According to Caleb, they only made seven. I don't know. Remember when he bought it? It was like, we bought it at like a, almost like, not a junkyard, but one, <laughs> like, one step above a junkyard yeah. kind of dealerships for $2,000. And he was like so proud of this thing. And it's that green color that all Chevys were in the 90s. Yeah. And like. It's so were all so, Sherry's, McDonald's, and Walmart's. And yes. Everything. <laughs> so. Kind of a strange in between, like a forest green. A forest green, but kind of. Turquoise. Shiny, yeah. Forest green. But so that thing, it he thinks it is so valuable because it's some limited edition thing. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he has it now. He was going to replace the front end in it or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Or no, no, he's going to put, he has another pickup that's similar that he's going to take the lift kit off of and put it on there. So he has the front end of it jacked up because he's putting the lift kit, but then he had like stripped the bolt or something and he couldn't get it cut off. So he just left it like that. So it's in the shop, all jacked up, <laughs> taken apart, flat tires on the back, whole bunch of stuff in the, just stored in the bed of it. No. And he says, he says, it's going to be Gabriel's pickup. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's going to be Gabriel's pickup. I mean, why would he want that? And he's like, well, because it's special. And like, we see, you know, we see things differently when we care about them, I think. Yeah. But he remember him first telling me that, and I was like, uh, he goes, we're going to work on it together. And I'm like... I think he's going to have a different idea when he's 16 of what he wants in a rig. Not not this, like... It, and it's, it was... Whoever had it, whoever owned it, had dogs in the back seat and oh. the upholstery's ripped up and the windows are kind of scratched on the inside. And, like... <sighs> no. That's probably nobody, not going to happen. Yeah, some old stuff nobody wants. 
that and that, but I can't convince him. And we, there was a time that we thought we might be moving to the Southwest. Yeah. And that was one of the things. Because he doesn't just have the green one. He has a white one, too, that he's parting out to the green one. <laughs> and so I'm like, um, what, are, what are we going to do with these pickups? Oh, we'll take them with us. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. They don't run. So we're going to put them on a trailer? And how much is that going to cost? Have them hauled down there. Yeah. Pickups that aren't worth it. They cost you more to haul them than, uh-huh. than what they're worth. Well, the green one needs a new transmission and a new motor. Oh, jeez. So he's like, it's only going to cost about $6,500 to do all mm. this. And I'm like, Caleb, mm. you only, it was it was one step away from a junkyard. Why? Maybe he needs to look online so he can find one already done. <laughs> yeah, but now... Now he has this other pickup that, you know, his nice pickup, which, oh, that was a scary thing. This is, Caleb's a practical joker, you know? Yeah. You know he did to me on Saturday? What? Well, he hit this gigantic pothole. He says it was a crater <laughs> um, uh, three weeks ago. And his nice pickup um, was acting up when he was steering. So he's like, oh, no, there's probably the tire rods. So he took it into the tire place the other day. On Saturday, he had an appointment at 9 o'clock, and he calls me at, like, 10.30. And he's like, well, they're going to have to replace the whole front end. It's going to be $4,000. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I almost started crying because I was like, we cannot do that right now when we just bought the pickup. And yeah. Yeah. I went, oh, my God. I can't take this. I, went, I, I have to go. I said, because I get stressed out. I can't be on the phone. I'm like, I, I have to go. I have to go. And I start hanging up because I'm just kidding. It was the alignment. They fixed it for 60 bucks. <laughs> You're like, ah. I'm like, I will kill you. <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. Why did you do that to me? And he's like, oh, you just get so agitated about stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. So why do you contribute to this? That's funny. <laughs> Rude. So not being able to let things go or valuing things people give you, what is the most valuable thing that somebody's giving you? Not in necessary oh, monetary value, but... Education. <laughs> <laughs> No, truly, though. Yeah. yeah. Truly. Education. I mean, but that's not a thing. Yeah. But, but that's the first thing that comes to mind, because, like, my, my stepdad paid for my schooling. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't understand how valuable that was at the time. When yeah. I was 18 years old and leaving, I was just telling somebody today, because kids are all applying for scholarships. It's scholarship season. Yeah. And um, when you're talking about kids doing that, I didn't apply for a single one. Because my dad said... I will pay for your bachelor's degree or four years, whichever comes first, so you better finish on time. Yeah. That was a gift. Saying that because then it forced me to do it. Yeah. And I did it. And I got through. So so that is a major gift. But a material thing. A material thing. Oh, jeez, I don't know. A pretty pot. (laughs) 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 Um, My parents... uh, Gave me a car when I was sixteen, a brand well, new car. What, but um, I'm thinking, like, if if your house was burning down beyond your family, um, what would you take with you? Huh. I'd probably grab the little safe with all the birth certificates and stuff. I have one of those fire safes, but then that's fire safes. So. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I could think about it. Um. In the house burning down scenario, Justin and I have talked about this. I think there's a couple things. One, there was a box that I made for Justin when we were still in high school teenagers. Like, I gave him as a graduation present. And it's full of, like, photos and corsages and postcards and letters and all kinds of stuff um, between the two of us from the time, you know, I was 16 all the way up into 
through marriage when we were first married. I just continued to, to birthday cards for each other, everything mm. about our relationship. All the kinda, mementos. Yeah, all the mementos are Irreplaceable. Stuffed, yeah, into this big wooden box. And so that was one thing that Justin, I know, has mentioned and that, that would be important to us. And then, I don't know, there's a few other things, like family things. Um, there's a little horse that my grandmother carved mm. that uh, I take that. Um, just different mm. family type of yeah. items. Some, I guess. Like I guess my most valuable gift ever is my bed. Yeah, but I couldn't. There's nothing I could do if my house is burning down because it weighs ten thousand pounds. That bed. Hey, look at it on the other side. <laughs> no, pivot, I can't pivot, lift it. Pivot. <laughs> no, you would have yeah. to take it apart because this bed is so huge. I it literally weighs a thousand pounds. You have to like put a. You mean like. Fire blankets that the firefighters use yeah, to throw over just it. Throw over it because protect you know, the bed. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah. my bed that Caleb built for me. Yeah, I mean, like it has our initials carved into it. Yeah, and it is and huge, that, and it is gigantic. I mean, I couldn't even. He had to have somebody else come and help him move it in. Yeah, because I could not even just lift half of the headboard. Yeah, I couldn't do it because I don't have that kind of strength. Which actually, that's not a funny thing this weekend trying to move a couch in. Yeah, I'm one. just not good. Caleb is so strong. I mean, I've seen this man lift a refrigerator. Yeah. He is super strong. And he just has those kind of like, he's just that kind of stocky, like, he's good at lifting things. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, people have different types of muscles. Yeah. Like, some people are just stronger than others. He's very, 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 very strong. And I am a kept woman. <laughs> I am like, I am soft. <laughs> and so we're trying to move this couch in and it has, it's three pieces, the corner piece and then the, the two ends and the two ends have recliners, which, you know, things with recliners yeah. are really heavy. So we're trying to move it in and it's awkward through the front porch and all this stuff. And he's like, what is your problem? Why is this so hard? And I'm like, because I'm soft. <laughs> it's hurting my hands. <laughs> I'm a paper pusher. I can't just, I'm an English teacher. I don't know how to move stuff. I'm not strong. And he's like, and he told me the other day, he's like, I don't even think you could make it through a full day of actual work. Like, no, I couldn't. I am weak. I'm sorry. Take care of me. But yeah, I just, I can't, I can't, I'm not good at moving things. You could be. You did it all the I time. I could be, be, but I but I don't. Speaking I don't the really pioneer like to, spirit. I don't really like to exercise. <laughs> if you were if you were kicked out onto the prairie and had to get oh, toughened yeah. up, you'd toughen up. I'd toughen up. I'd make it. But yeah, but yeah, not in my current state. It was just <laughs> funny, and it was you know as we're getting it in there. Finally, he was like, "Move, I'll do it," and he like moves one of the pieces by himself through the doorway because you know it gets stuck. Yeah. Why do they? Why? Why do they design houses with these weird little doorways? Where, like, you know, okay, like in my house, when you come in the front door, yeah. there's a there's a, a closet, closet right yeah. there, which is totally in your way when you're trying to move furniture in. Because you have to, you can't just move it straight in the door. You have to pivot, You pivot, have to pivot, pivot, yeah. pivot. Why? Why don't we think about this? No, my house doesn't have one of those. It doesn't have that. But if they just put the door. But our door is like, I think, a little weirdly narrow because it's an old house. Yeah. So then there's that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to walk all the way to the front of the house, to the front door. You can't go to the back door because, same thing, you're going through a million doorways and pivoting your own quarters. Yeah. And stairways. Oh, they don't think about this. This, When we were growing up, our house, after my parents remodeled our house, there was, um, above the garage was a, the, like, big family room. Yeah. And my dad's office was up there, too. Well, 
we would get, it, there was like 15 foot ceilings in there. So of course my dad had to get a Christmas tree to match. <laughs> Just so one that tall. I mean, he had, a, he had one year that he had, and he picked Charlie Brown trees too. Oh. Just <laughs> but he had one up there one year that he had to um, put like eye, um, eye screws in the wall and string it up with a wire oh so goodness. that it would stay up. Yeah. But also they didn't fit up the stairs. <laughs> So the Christmas trees went over the balcony. We hoisted them <laughs> up the balcony. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was quite a production. Well, it's like an old house here. I mean, yeah. we were barely able to cram a queen size box spring yeah. up our stairs when we first got here. Yeah. But it like squished our stairs and the, you mm -hmm. know, because you, they just weren't meant, the opening mm -hmm. wasn't wide enough right. between the staircase and the top of the, you know, second floor or the bottom of the second floor. But, um, Thankfully now they make all these new kinds of beds. So we have a yeah. king size bed, but it's just two twin box springs. Right. And then they have all these, you know, Caspers and Lisa's and yeah, mm -hmm. all the bed in the boxes. So you can just unfold them. Mm -hmm. Such a difference. Cause mm -hmm. there's no way you can get big old mattresses and box springs up those old stairs and things. Oh, I know. I know. When we got the, we got the Lisa bed too. This yeah. is not a paid advertisement, <laughs> but we got that. Yeah. So you just cut it open and then there's your bed. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. Yeah, we have the same kind. And my parents, um, they've got one for their boat. Oh, really? Yeah. The same brand? Um, no, I don't think it was the same brand. One. I think it was a different one, but they really yeah. like it. And um, But they said they just took that box down there, opened it up, because getting it getting down into yeah. the, the bedroom of a, or the, the cabin, I guess, whatever, of a boat. Yeah, I'm like, don't look at me. I have no yeah. idea what the what names are. The words are, are not blanking on it. But, <laughs> but to get it in the boat, that would have been basically possible. Yeah. So. Anyway. Big difference. Yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway, stuff. Stuff that you can stuff. live without. Now, as soon as we're out. done, I'll start thinking about what are the things that I would take with me. Yarn? No. Not worth anything. Hmm. It's replaceable. How about your cabinet that your dad gave you? Your yeah. old cabinet. But used to be like an old, like tiny refrigerator. Oh, thing. yeah, no, I don't like that either. No, no, I just think I'd be Caleb's focused on lamp. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> His is the green one. <laughs> we each have a lamp that the other one hates. And the secret is, good thing Caleb never listens to this podcast. I actually also hate the bear. <laughs> but I won't give it up because he won't give up the green lamp so I make it so you guys have two hideous lamps we because you're two, both stubborn two hideous lamps in the living room <laughs> oh, he'll never find out because he'll never listen <laughs> are you guys going to keep those hideous lamps forever no we change the decor we'll see Next time we we'll, see. we'll see maybe that'll be the joke you just keep those lamps forever yeah People go in to like clean out your house. Your grandchildren someday, like, like look oh, at this lamp. Oh, they're so can, retro. We can use some Murphy's oil soap on them and clean them all up. <laughs> <laughs> I like Murphy's oil soap. It's another plug. It yeah, smells good. <laughs> anyway, well, we do have to kind of cut it short today. I'm off to a meeting. Yep, I gotta relieve the babysitter. Yeah, but we'll be around again next week. Yeah. Uh, with something different. And in the meantime, hang in there and enjoy your spring. Hopefully, wherever you are, it's uh, warmer and sunnier than. Yeah, hopefully, it's today. nice for the, the long weekend. Yeah, I hope so. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye.